we are live. Live. We are alive, luckily. Live and alive. It's good to be alive. Blessed. I gotta put these all take the way these up. fish oils. Kids over here supplementing. Alhamdulillah. With vice. Yeah. Ooh, washing it down with the vice. Just midday non-training vice. I think I'm gonna train after this. Wow. Uppers or downers? What do you think? He's washing the downer. He's washing downers all down uppers. with an upper. And then this is a little uh, flex pill. That's how he gets oh, even. Oh, nice. For the kidney. For the kidney. For the joints. Mm -hmm. Nice. Lubing up the a joints. joint flex pill. Somebody worked out twice yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, that that somebody is there Malone. This is true. Putting some uh, pressure on the leg. How's it responding? It's doing really good. That's right. Body weight news. exercises, man. You can't. You got to take the ego out of the equation and just fucking train. Somebody was telling you that. I forget I think, his name. <laughs> I think it was Mr. <laughs> Mr. Greg. Every so often, that guy knows what he's talking about every so often. Yeah. Nice. You know what I try to do? I try to work that, that nine-to-fiver life. Of course. Hit the gym intra-work schedule. Always one of our traditions. And then afterwards, if I have time, go and hit it again. Do some cardio or some knee work. Nice. So that's Impressive. what I did yesterday. I did the fucking uh, the fan bike. Ah. Those things are legit. Well, I think that was like the uh, predecessor uh, from an evolutionary standpoint to the elliptical, right? right? Wasn't that fan bike? Like, it's the same concept. It's like a much sleeker, better version of it, right, is yeah, the elliptical. Yeah. Dude, this thing was an ancient machine. It was like made of aluminum nice. or something. Nice, Still waiting nice. for the day where I can afford to like run in a pool. You know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Like the zero gravity fucking... With uh, the breathing mask on? I'm, I'm, I'm they ready, They drop man. you down and you just start running. I want to go... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know they have like like the Nike house somewhere yeah, yeah, where they yeah. like take like a whole Olympic team yeah, to it. Yeah, They're yeah. like, we're going to monitor like your tears. Like yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. You they have that? Yeah. Like so you're like so you're in like a 24-hour scientific environment where they measure all your shit, and they're like... Like you, the $6 million man. Yeah, and they're like, you <laughs> ran like a, a millionth of a second faster when you had an avocado. So now... We're going to put, like, you know, well, av avocado extract into your omelet. I think it's all bullshit. <laughs> Where's the... Well, here's the thing, though. Like, I, I'm all for all of those. Like, I always talked about... I'm sure I said this to you. We were probably, like, 15 when I said to you. But yeah. I was like, I can't wait till I can do, like, a hyperbaric chamber. And yeah, please, do the dude. cryotherapy you know, and every I'm, goddamn thing in the book that, that yeah. I can do. I'm it's, in. It's going to Sign me up. I'm in. Not the, coming. I not, want the uh, <laughs> fucking blood doping. Yeah. I want it all. Not that Terrell Owens... <laughs> Stem cells. Yeah. Not that Terrell Owens is as good an athlete as me. No, of course not. Goes without saying. It's a bit of a high bar. But I broke my leg... Right around the same time that he broke right, his, right. he slept in a chamber for like six weeks and then had like 120 yards in the Super Bowl. Mm, yep. Meanwhile, I was on like a cast on a cat. Yeah. Yep, you yep. know what I mean? Like on crutches still. And uh, so the advantages of his therapeutic regime uh, accelerated his uh, recovery. Right. Even surpassed the athletic advantage wow. I had over him. And Love laying on the couch. Yes, of, the, yeah. of that couch life. <laughs> Somehow my cryogenic couch didn't do what his chamber did. Your hyperbaric. The pot brownie and the the 11 beers. The hyperbaric futon and the natty light. <laughs> yes, it, is. it, did. it didn't. The natty ice. The science is, is, and that is still out. It yeah. hasn't come to a conclusive, uh, you know, conclusion. Con uh Department, department of redundancy <laughs> department of redundancy department conclusion indeed yeah, yeah. they but, got the uh, million dollar trainers and then they got like all the time in the world to do well that. yo you've heard about what kobe no well yeah all right well what about kobe kobe had a the blood spinning 
Yeah, yeah. Kobe had the knee, the knee issue, and his trainer supposedly was paying him like close to a mil just for the rehab. Yeah, and he was fucking back on his feet in no time. Well, uh, what's the the place that the uh, IFBB pros are going to? Is it, it's Kuwait, right? Kuwait. I wow. saw Kuwait. They're like in, in like there's certain places in the Middle East where like bodybuilding is as highly regarded as like traditional athletics. Yeah. So like the guys who are operating like on a really high level uh, in terms of like professional bodybuilders are like regarded, right? You know esteemed like you know a, the guy on the yankees or the Cavs would be yep. here right so um over there uh like they're honored to have these guys come and train and do preparation for competition there gotcha. right and as such they will like cater to them and try to create like those like sort of like what you were just talking about like those ideal scenarios like the bodybuilding experience camp of, right like, exactly. cutting edge shit. right yeah. right and like there's like one of the um like funny like uh memes about that process uh when i say meme i'm not talking like a literal graphic I mean, the but things i make the anabolic right exactly not the things that they're not the meme god not the fruit of the meme god <laughs> but uh the uh like the <clears throat> term that they use to like uh talk about the advantage that's created by this Kuwait protocol is anabolic chicken like wow, that everything uh, that everything over there is much better right and they, they even got that anabolic chicken <laughs> right wow. so so i guess they, so i anabolic guess anabolic chicken so i guess basically these guys would go over there right and their meals are entirely optimized okay. their program is made only for them to perform at the highest uh wow. you know level so they go over there they sleep they nap they are their meals are prepared for them and delivered to them, and they train either under the guidance of whoever their trainer is or right. their residence trainer is there, and the idea is only for to create the scenario for the perfect either progress, preparation, growth, etc. I'm not against this. I'm, no, I'm this pro. sounds this, like, fucking amazing. Might, might, I'm sure there's a lot of power. Yeah, yeah. But I I totally believe in like the personally catered. Just look at how many different workouts people do yeah, yeah. and people get different results and respond to different yeah, shit yeah. different diets you know why not have all that shit scientifically tracked yeah yeah if you got the money well you got the i think it's like you're talking like uh there's like life. oil money behind this or yeah. whatever you know she or, sheiks or, with much dough who are you know fans of victor martinez and they'll bring right. victor martinez over for three months to to train in kuwait and they say hey I was able to, you know, it's like a patron of the arts. Yeah. Like back in the day, like um, all yeah. your favorite artists, right? There was like a, a benefactor right. that they were sleeping with who would, you know. Right. So hopefully these guys, <laughs> hopefully hopefully that that's not part of the equation. Um, and we're not looking at that sort of patronage. It but, happens. Uh, it happens. you know, I'm sure it does. There is an underbelly. Um, but the idea being that the ideal conditions are created for these guys to train and uh, yeah. perform and progress. What about stem cells? I'm all for that stuff Dude, too. What is that? We could, we could shoot shoot your knee up. What's with some the of that? science behind stem cells? I got some. Okay, so I got some. I got some in the whip. I'll go get I'll it. We'll just okay. jam <laughs> some, tell you all spike some in your knee right you. now. Stem cells are fucking amazing. Just like it's crazy to think that like ten years ago this was like a debated thing, mm -hmm. right? Basically, what a stem cell is, it's a cell from so early in the process of a body being created that it hasn't been determined yet what type of cell it's going to be, right? Oh, so whatever it clings to. Right, so it's blank, basically. It's a blank building block, okay? It's like before you've determined, like, is this going to be a Lego that I'm going to build a house with or I'm going to build this, right? Yeah. And you can program it. So, like, if you have a health problem where you're deficient in a certain thing, you can program it 
and use it. Pretty fucking awesome. Pretty amazing. So many, like literally like 100,000 lives have already been saved and impacted. Right. In like the eight years since this hotly contested thing. Right. So it could be like, uh, it could help with regard to like degenerative disease, but it could also help with regard to like injury. Injury? And dude, the applications are unlimited for this. So now, I don't know if you've... I don't know if we talked about this on the cast, but the synthetic hamburger meat, as they call it, right? Right. Okay. It's like a big yes. push for this. Silicon yes. Valley is doing about like a big cast, push but... of silicone meat that like right. bleeds, and all this stuff that like it would make it indistinguishable from meat. But right. so that's like one avenue. But then there's also the as a means that... of feeding the portion of the world that doesn't have access to food. Well, not just. There's a big, like, vegan people and vegetarians. Okay, sure. A lot of people who like meat but would rather not hurt animals right. are like, well, I can't quite transition off the of meat because I love this, this, this about it. Right. And so in Silicon Valley, they're making a big push to go, all right, let me give you this, this, and this. Let me give you an egg that doesn't require chickens to be cooked up. But the, the way that stem cells factor in, in Africa, a place like that, they're cloning, they're taking stem cells... And they're making hamburger meat out of it. Right. And they've done it. And it's a little like, you know, there's literally, I think there's like a video of like the one person who's been able to taste mm-hmm. test it. It's like a $100,000 hamburger. Right. And the guy's like, it's a little gelatinous. Right. But like, I wouldn't say it tastes bad. Right. And this is like version 1.0. Right, sure. That's the idea. No right. one's going to pay a hundred grand for a hamburger, right? But in like three years, it's going to be like $800. Right, right, right. And for every cow... You'd be able to feed like four thousand people. Right, right, right. So that's how drastically, and then you think the ramifications of that reduces the carbon footprint. Sure. You don't need to have uh, a field right. for your cattle to graze in, right. stuff to feed it. You're 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 multiplying the like people are like oh there's too many people there's not enough great. All these problems are going around in the world: right. overpopulation, poverty, starvation. This like is a silver bullet. That, if perfected, could nourish people endlessly. Well, it's interesting, right? Because it's always, it's often like the way I've seen like uh, GMOs to right. some extent, right? Like GMOs, it's one of those things, right? Where it's like a, um, it's like a buzzword. Yeah. That's lar- that's entirely negative, but it is, but it isn't really. It isn't if you talk right? to anyone who actually has right. dedicated their life right, to right, the sure. subject. Right. Scientists. And uh, charity organizations, like 3 million people in Africa a year ago, 3 million kids in Africa would still be blind if it wasn't for GMOs. Because they took rice, and they're like, we're going to put all the vitamins and minerals and all these things that are making everyone uh, deficient, uh, malnutritioned, and now we can mass produce vitamin infused rice right and that's a gmo right and but everyone at home is like gmo that means like right. you know my tomato's not really a tomato right. and i'm being poisoned it's like yes all these like big food companies are fucking pretty horrible sure but gmos as a science are largely not it means right. finding new ways to get the things your body needs put into other products and put into other delivery methods can i make you know? a really layman observation yes go okay ahead. I was always just like taking words literally. Yeah. Like, isn't like a seedless watermelon the definition yes. of a GMO? Absolutely. <laughs> it yes. is, right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it seems so obvious. Yeah, like... it's like we took something the way it exists right. and we tweaked it. Right. And we made it better. But that's a lot, that's scary to a lot of people because sure. they're like, there are talks of like, you know, uh, I want a dog with antlers. Right. 
Sure. So my kid can have a reindeer or something. Right, right. You know, yeah, not sure, that sure. reindeers don't or exist. Or like striped you know like I mean? a zebra I want or whatever. Right, yeah, right. right. Like that's going to exist. Right, sure. We're literally able to copy and paste. Uh, one scientist called it, nature is our app store. Right. And we're going to be able to copy and paste attributes right. from one thing to another right, right. at a whim. It exists. It's right. all coming. Right. It's going to really scare a lot of people. I totally get it. But that's that exists. Right. Well, it's like it's funny, right? Because it's like to accentuate the positives. Right. You're going to have to deal with the negatives that come along with them, right? It's like a hammer, dude. Right. Are you going to build a house with it right. or swing it through someone's skull? Right, 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 right. Should you be inherently afraid of the hammer? Right. No, it's about whose hand the right, hammer right. Exactly. ends up in. Exactly. And that's how I always look at Because you sit here and you think like, okay, like... Um, you know, if a kid is going to be born with muscular dystrophy, and right. you have the ability to stop that in vitro, right. why would you not? Well, some people no, no, and argument, I, no, no. And this was the argument I know, I get it. Cells. I get it. I'm not, listen, right. I mean, I get it, because you're playing God to some extent. Yeah. Like, it and I, God's will was right, for that baby right, right, to right, be Right. I know. Sick I get it. Forever. But it seems, but then, I, I, but then, but then you could also argue, right, that God's will was for some, some, some brilliant man or woman to yes. come up with the cure yeah. for Why that. did God give me the ability to right. reason right. if it wasn't to save someone from suffering? Right, right. What could be more godly right. than that? But, you know, no, no, people get, get convinced that. Well, right, because then it's like, all right, but then it's like, uh, it's the fine line. Because it's the fine line between um, keeping a kid from suffering unnecessarily his entire life and just being able to, you know, function, I mean, air quotes, function normally in society, right? Right. Um, Versus the idea of, like, using that technology to create the perfect race of man. Yeah, or, like, just even, like, a simple thing, like uh, Doritos, right, have a, a chemical in it. That trick your makes brain, them incredibly delicious. Makes them incredibly mm. delicious, but also <laughs> tricks your brain into thinking you're still hungry. Sure. So you never get full. Right. It like numbs the receptors in your brain. Right, right. They would normally tell you to stop eating. Right. And people wonder why there's like a health crisis. Right, right, sure. You know. Yeah. That's what's, what's this the chemical? hammer in the wrong right, hand. Right, right, of course. In the wrong hand. Right. What do you say, Derek? What is this chemical? I forget what it's called, but it's part of it's it's there's like a list somewhere of the thirty per, you know. Not 30, like 80% of chip products. Like the whole chip aisle, basically. Have you had Benitos? What are these? Benitos? Uh, Benito Santiago's? <laughs> 1988 Rookie of the Year catcher from San Diego yes. Padres. Uh, no, they are, uh, or 87 maybe. Um, they are uh, bean Doritos. So in. instead of being made out of corn, they're made out of bean, I'm, I'm and I think in. they're like the yuppie organic version. But they still, right. they you still get a little bit of that, like hey, look. you still look at a little bit of that nacho life. Look, this is nacho cheese. To me, so many fucking fixings up in this motherfucker. Well, yeah, you get just the right amount of fixings. There are worse things in the world to be. Oh, only a couple. <laughs> but there are worse things in the world to be than like a yuppie when it comes to certain things. Oh, like, for sure. Like I'll tell you right now, like the best ice cream sandwich in the world is mm. in Whole Foods. Wow. Whoa. Ooh. Yes. Wow. Cool house. Wow. Ice cream sandwich. Bold statement. Toll house. Wow. Dude, I'm telling you. He's telling like you. Is it a chocolate cool, chip cookie? It's cool house, like H-A-U-S. U.S. House. House, yes. <laughs> and it's like, you like know. black house. There's a mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. There's like a chocolate chip with a cookie dough. Right, right. There's like a snickerdoodle with a something. Okay. There's like six or seven of these joints that are so like. So reinstate your claim. What What is it? Best ice cream sandwich. Where? Whole Foods. Hey. Official Flambe 
Cool Fuego. house. Yes, cool house. Wow. Now the problem is they're hitting. The, what the problem is? They're hitting you with like that four or five dollar smacker. Yeah. yeah, but you know what though? Like a lot of the ice cream novelties, <laughs> yes. if you will, right? Yes. Ask ice cream novelties as they're referred to in the supermarket. Man, that box of M and M joints where they're not on sale, they're like four ninety nine. Oh well, no, this is just for a, a ice cream a sandwich. sandwich. Yes, five dollars. One. Yes, one. <laughs> but you'll know. Well, you'll know. I saw them two for seven. Wow. I saw him two for seven, and I pounced. Wow. But, uh, you I, know, you get your, like, 700 I, calories worth of- Can I eat uh, one of those in the backseat of my Maybach? Because I feel like that's no, where you belong. No, you're going to have to- gold chain on. Because <laughs> if you buy one, you can't afford the other. Ah, understood, so it's, okay. it's a choice. Understood, understood. Well, that's, I'll see you then I opt for the ice cream sandwich. Then. So uh, we basically talk about nothing we plan to talk hey. about. I'm gibberish, but propped up by caffeine. Gibberish, though. It's a state of being. It is. It's a it really magical is. state of being. It is a epistemology, a wow, a metaphysical state of being. It's You're a right. heightened state of being where you're so your brain capacity is so low, but well, your brain your brain potential is so high, but your yeah. brain capacity and abilities in a given moment are so low because of various factors. Maybe you're tired. Stress. Maybe you're hungry. Maybe you're tired and hungry. Yeah. Right. And as such, you're striving. To reach your um, potential uh, intellectually, but you're coming up short again and again. It's like when a baby deer is first walking. <laughs> that level of coordination, right. but with the the dulled mind of a genius. <laughs> and but but there is a like a in that in the midst of that hysteria, like delirium. You always find something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, the astral plane. Yes, exactly. You know? Some weird other way of seeing the world. Well, I, I like, and I'm lost. I like when I reach that point of like being entirely delirious where I start laughing uncontrollably. Yeah. Uh, as a great that's moment. When, that's, that's the height of gibberish. That's really like the yeah. euphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So where I you're look, buzzed because you're so brain dead. Like you're food buzzed. buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, like, we, were, we were taco drunk. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah. taco shit faced. <laughs> Dude, so I'm caffed up. Okay. I got a good like 11 minutes total of sleep, nice. not consecutive. Oh, not consecutive 11 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Lots of tossing and turning for God knows what reason. When we were on our ba- way back from Vegas, Dirt Malone had been up the whole evening prior, yeah. Yeah. and uh, we, I was, uh, I had already. Cr- well, we can. We're gonna get there. Yeah. We're gonna get. There. But anyway, so he d- he he, uh, he got back to the hotel room as I was kind of sitting <laughs> sitting on the couch, uh, sitting on the couch sipping on Alka Seltzer as if it were a, a cocktail, oh. and and he. Uh, he laid down in bed and uh and I had just slept like five hours um and uh he he re- looked over at me and said I'm gonna take an eight minute nap. <laughs> like, All right, I got gotcha. you. That's I gotcha. a power nap right that there. That's that six a.m. six a.m. So, flight life. Yep. True. So the Olympia, Vegas, huh? G code event. Yes. Talk to me, brothers. I was not able to make this trip. Well, in spirit, you were there. Yes. Oh, I wrote. I I sent you a text, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About all the shit that went down before we even got on a plane to oh, go wow. to the Olympics. Okay. All right. Hit me. I got to look it up, though. Huh? All right. All right. <laughs> do, 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 yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't have it. I have it in my head. Okay. So we intended on flying out Wednesday around dinner time. Mm-hmm. We booked Spirit Airlines. All right. Um, We're not. Uh, contrary I'm to passion, po- contra- <laughs> no. Contrary to popular opinion, right? We are not yet a uh, multinational Fortune 500 company. Yes. So you're trying to save dough wherever you can to keep the overhead low. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So I was booking flights for the bros and found uh, Spirit Airlines out of Philly and then American Airlines back from Vegas. And I was like, all right, you know, we'll take it. And part of it was, I think, a little bit of the sort of arrogance 
that comes from being relatively lucky in terms of your travel history. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I thought, I hear fucking nightmarish stories about What's spirit. the worst that could happen? Exactly. Yeah. I hear nightmarish stories about Spirit Airlines all the time, but I, I'm pretty bulletproof with this kind of shit, so fuck it. We'll, we'll book it. It's yep. all good. Save, you know, 150 bucks per ticket. I'm yep. in, right? Well, you so put, you famous last words. Now, was this hurricane related at all, or is this... Yes, it had a part to do with hurricane. Okay. I think it was part hurricane. The system was weakened, Part let's bullshit. Say. National yep. system. Yep. So, Greg Anderson and I... Anderson, Anderson, who the big Asian is now Anderson. They just completely stripped. We say it had to piss him off. Heritage. Well, yes. uh, Well, yeah. That's the thing, right? So, like, uh, in in uh, circles, I think like the Americanized name he was given was Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Um, But the day I met him uh, and I he introduced himself as Anderson, I'm like. But everybody calls me Jimmy. I'm like, dude, that's the most incredible name ever. I'm just going to call you yeah. what your mama calls you. I'm not calling you Jimmy. Uh, his right? name is really Jimmy? No, like, his name's so, really I Anderson. Know, I know his name's yeah, yeah. Like, I'm saying, like, people, yeah, yeah. they're like, actually, everybody grew up with I thought you were Jimmy. kidding. There's no, actually people, grew up people who call Jimmy. Anderson Jimmy? Yeah, yeah. What Jimmy? a fucking yeah, I, I know. But that's but that's everywhere though. Like I, I there's a, there's a ton, like a ton of uh, people, especially who came over from Asia, who have names that are difficult to pronounce, and as such, their folks gave them a what I refer to as a white boy name. No, look, I to use in the states so as to yeah. better assimilate and not have people struggle with your name or whatever. Look, I know if I'm calling like the Zappos helpline yeah, yeah, yeah. and somebody tells me their name is fucking right, right. Bob, right, 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 <laughs> that there's a good right. chance they're full of right, shit. Exactly. Um, Bob from New Delhi. But it once Bob, you know, which I think is crazy. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, it's so ridiculous. Because your xenophobia is so strong that you'd be terrified yeah, and, and by all, getting the help of somebody from another foreign And first foreign of all, land. like, the least diverse pockets of this country, like backwoods, fucking southern, midwest, sure. whatever, don't have, like, Billy Ray Tepson fucking right, right, yeah, sure. names that are yeah, as... You know what I mean? Or not even, like, Cletus fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaughn. Yeah. Cletus, like, John. Like, these... Well, all sure. of our names are weird to other places, right, so... Course. We should be able to get past that. One would but, think. So Jimmy, a.k.a. Anderson, a.k.a. Right, right. Anderson. Well, yeah, called him Anderson because I introduced him uh, at the Brigantine Fitness Center this one time uh, to this dude, <laughs> super good dude, like a lifeguard, like maybe 10 years my senior. Yep. And I said, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I hadn't seen him in a while. I'm like, oh, it's my buddy Anderson. And he's like, oh, hey, man, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. And then he went and introduced me and Anderson to his girlfriend and he's like yeah that's my buddy Greg I've known him forever this is his friend Anderson and I started <laughs> fucking laughing uh, so great. like yeah so that's we, racist so we just like to call him uh, Anderson but apparently like that wasn't the first time he's heard that he's barely heard that yeah. before and then he said some dude when he worked at the casinos called him Andy <laughs> <laughs> the abbreviated so, wrong name. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. It's like none of these names yeah, fit him. I know. I know. Um, so this is where we left off. Right. So Greg and I were on the way to the Philly airport. Yep. And he already checked in and everything. Yeah, so yeah. he's like, yo, Dirt, see what uh, terminal we're flying at. Yeah. So I was like, all right, what's the flight number? Look it up. It says canceled. I was like, like, how come it says canceled? I was like, dude, it says canceled. I'm like, it's like, not no, fucking no, no, possible. No, no. I check just, again. I just, I, like I had... Um, already uh checked us in yeah. paid for the bags all that right. so i'm like there's no fucking way that it's canceled now yeah canceled yeah we go we get to the airport a fucking hefty line of people yeah, at spirit yeah. that are just pissed because they're all trying to get to vegas many of which for many, gambling many or... of which many of which go into the olympia yeah. oh yeah 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 so yeah we look at the screen only flight that's canceled out of like you want some of these pass me some of those nuts <laughs> wasabi and soy sauce blue hey. diamonds don't sleep on it no nope, no nope. So, 
Our next flight option would be thousands of dollars. Oh God! They just and you know you can see the price gouging happening in real time as you're looking like on your phone, like an Expedia app or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, oh shit, okay, here's one, here's one, um, you know, two seventy nine each, right? And I go to book it. It's twelve seventy nine. I book it. It says this this it hasn't been updated, blah, blah blah. It comes back and each flight is seven hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm like. In the matter of 10 minutes, not even 10 minutes, that it took me to, to find that right. flight, go to book it, and input like the minor info that you need to do to, to, to book uh, through the Expedia app, and I go to click it, and all of a sudden, each flight's going up $500. Mm-hmm. So we were like, holy shit. That's where they get you. Yeah. So we like, uh, we, we went to Southwest. We, fi- we went to Southwest, went right to the desk at Southwest, because apparently they had a flight the next morning. So we go over there. And uh, it was like four. Well, they they gave us our money back from the spirit mm-hmm. um, debacle, yeah. and then we went to the Southwest desk, and they were like four hundred and fifty bucks a pop for each each uh, one way. Oh. We still had the, well, we still the, had the cheapest. American Airline flight back, right? Right, which was the cheapest by like, that we had seen by like three hundred dollars, yeah. right? So, so Spirit does it. They give you the money back that you would have spent, but they don't fucking try to help you out. The for you. Shit. No. They should have to pay for that ticket, no shit. man. No shit. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, so like now I understand the nightmarish stories about spirit. And now now I had my spirit experience that will keep me from because people will be like, oh man, you know, I never never book never book spirit again. And uh, you know, I I guess you have to go through that experience to to take them at their word. Experience, so now I'm that guy. Hey man, you <laughs> no, I'm that guy. Once. I'm that guy. So what Sorry. we ended up doing you. was getting well, a flight I out learned the next th- day. Through your pain, and I'll yes, take your word. Yes, that's what smart people do <laughs> through observation. So we got the flight the next day, so we decided to stay at Anasan's cousin's house, who lived right in the outskirts of the airport mm-hmm. in Philly. So we chilled there, woke Just up. Just the three of you. I was going to say, is it like 12 dudes? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Like, but be- you be- got a shitter? <laughs> yeah. But before that happened, no, we tried to leave the airport. We tried to find a Wawa on the way out. It was closed. Yeah, Wawa was home. closed. Wawa was closed. Almost Ooh, got in a car accident with some guy. Yeah, it's yeah. Like fucking we everything was going. We ate at a buffet that yeah. like we immediately regretted. Oh, it was disgusting. Like a Chinese buffet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like one of those where like it, they have it's one everything. of those where I, no. Here's what I'm saying: in the right frame of mind, right at the right time, you would have no problem like with a, that buffet. Like let's Get say like a Wednesday. Right, exactly. Like any random Wednesday, <laughs> like, like right now, day, like with this kind of weather, you know, outside. like fifteen minutes from now. Yeah, Not that so there like, isn't one around here. But. So like, uh, right. So like, uh, sort of situation where it just the food didn't taste so good. Nothing tasted good. Nothing felt right. We were just like on Ooh. edge, already on edge. Too much. Yeah. MSG loaded up on MSG. So then, uh, yes, that was us eating. Yeah, pretty much. So then, uh, we had to be up at four. To get on the mm. for the six twenty flight, right? Um, and uh, we get to the air, we get back to the airport. Uh, we get on the flight. Everything goes pretty well at that point. Had right? a layover. We had a layover in Chicago. Or day. So we get out. We we get uh, airborne. We get there. We're thinking everything's good to go, and they start circling around Chicago because there's too much fog. Oh my god! And not enough fuel. And not enough. It, there's too it's much fog. Too. too much fog. So they're circling. Circling so long that they need fuel, so they can't land in Chicago, and and a bunch of the planes that were before us went to all the nearby places. So now we have to fly to Kansas City. Oh my god! So we fly to Kansas City, land, refuel. We're on the ground there for like forty five minutes, and we take back off, go back to Chicago. And oh, we're oh thinking, are god. we gonna are yeah. we gonna catch our right. other flight? And in the process of this, 
all of the so many other flights are canceled that can't take off or can't land in yeah. Chicago. So they kept pushing our Vegas flight back, back, back. Oh, all right. So we finally, so we were able to make the connection. We get onto the the Southwest flight from Chicago to Vegas. Takes us another hour to take off, and we don't arrive in Vegas till like. 3 30 4 o'clock you're getting tired i'm getting tired about... i'm fatigued just talking about mm -hmm. it we don't wow. get there till like four o'clock we stop at teriyaki boy that was good Ooh. where's that vegas. that's in vegas that they're famous for the jay cutler bowl Ooh. but if you, oh, okay. if you I, yeah, yeah I imagine like a Dude, it was good. asian chipotle but even higher mm -hmm. quality materials so like i got like a uh korean barbecue beef bowl with like fresh um, steamed veggies and white rice, and it Dope. was fucking incredible. And that that was one of the things keeping me gone. That meal, yeah. that meal kept me alive. That was good. Oh! Stuff. Yeah, that meal kept me alive. Awesome. Uh, so then, remember, we're, we're at this point, we're like deprived of every right, <laughs> senses. The, the whole the whole like exodus to get there was like twenty seven hours. Okay, right. So we get there finally, and we're on the ground, and uh, you you can set up until like nine o'clock. All right, so we're like, all right, we just got to get over there and get this booth built because we have something of an erector set of a booth. It is sort yeah. of elaborate and, and high-end considering, you know, uh, yeah. how early in the game our operation is. Um, but it takes some work putting it together. So we got there, and uh, we kind of scrambled to put it together. But we had this whole plan for all the street teaming we are going to do on, yeah. on Thursday, get hey, look, up early, get the, the weights punches, in, right? blah, 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 right? So we rolled with the punches, got out there, got everything set up, and then in the in the in under a cloak of darkness, we went out and... Uh, Put uh, posters up for our booth all around Vegas. At strip clubs. At, at only strip strip clubs. <laughs> um, but no, we put posters up, uh, you know, all around Vegas, uh, basically in the proximity of the venue, and then like um, between our the venue and the LVAC, which is really good gym out that way, and then the uh, the actual uh, our actual hotel. Nice. Um, and you know, I it, like one of the reasons we did that is because it was important to us to do it because we knew no one else would do it. Everyone was probably partying or sleeping, and we were out fucking putting, putting up posters, posters. guerrilla marketing. Yeah, yep. that is like a tried and true. It is, but it's, so going it's one in of the, yep. one of the rules. Yep, going into the Olympia, we yep. were already shot. Perfect. <laughs> completely perfect. Horrible. So yeah. you've got a long days on your feet coming up. Yep. Why not be completely yeah, exhausted? Yep, yep, yep. How was it's Vegas? Did you party? Did you have fun? Yep, yep, uh, yep, yeah, yep, all yep. work. Yep. Hey, man. You know yep. what? It's usually how trade shows are, though. You know. Well, here's the thing, though. Partying like, will come later. <clears throat> well, here's the thing. Like, uh, I yeah, I I've grown to sort of detest the people who are there for like the scene and to party. I'm like, fuck them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why, but I but I've always felt that way. Like uh, I always used to just train and go back to my room because I, I something about the whole scene and the CNB scene sort of vibe. Yeah. I was like I wasn't. That's not what we go there for. You know what I mean? Especially now. I do it for you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I live vicariously. Well, you got to keep it dirty. So yeah, like, yeah, exactly. of course, he has to earn his name. But no. But in all honesty, it's like we go out to these things, um, and you know we're sort of you know there on a mission, and you know. You, you have a lot of these big corporations who are there, uh, you know, in, in a big way. And, you know, a lot of the people there are sort of, you know, hired guns. And it's, you know, just business as usual. Yeah. So for us, it's a little bit more, especially, Dude, you're you know, putting the, the booth together. Right. You're not, like, showing up to right, the right. ready-made booth. Right, right, right. Easy up. Like, right. for, like, you know, an right. hour of glad-handing and, right. you know, rubbing elbows. And right. then go to, like, a corporate lunch. Right, exactly. With the fucking, you know. Exactly. This so, is actual. So fucking... it's a little bit more personal for us. And, yeah. you know, um, and we're also, you know, I've, I kind of feel like um, we're there sort of fighting for our lives in a way. Yep. You know what I mean? In terms of, like, establishing the brand. So, like, you know, um, 
every hour that passes is like a valuable hour that mm-hmm. we can use to like push push our um message out there you know uh, and we have like an audience that's there for that reason so it's like we feel like we can't waste a moment of it you know so um i felt like the booth went great in general yeah it went um, very well we i feel like we extracted a lot out of it in a way that a lot of companies that were there in a much bigger way didn't yeah maybe because they don't have to or whatever you know it, for us like we felt like we had to talk about set the tell me about the energy the vibe the people you got to meet Oh man, it's like you know we met we met a lot of people. Like you, I think I got a pretty good impression of how much we grew in between the Arnold and the Olympia. Like yeah. a, like a lot a lot more people knew us. I think ahead of time. You know, um, another funny uh, instance is that uh, one of the best bodybuilders in the world who's been mentioned on the cast before, our friend Sean Clarita from Jersey, yep. came by to see us, and he said, "Man, you guys are fucking everywhere, man." And I'm like. I'm glad you think that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm glad you got that. Or you're under that impression. Cause, yes. Because that, you know, but which really is just that we're active and we're out there and we're trying to do something and we're pushing. Yeah. And I think people recognize that we're out there pushing. Yeah. We'll never fucking stop. That's yeah. it. Mm-mm. That's it. We don't know how to. Uh, we couldn't if we wanted to. So, GCodeNutrition.com. That's correct. <laughs> so, um, you know, we, uh, yeah, I felt like the booth was great. There was just a great vibe. It was great energy. We had a really good crew of guys there. Yeah. Um, you know, many there on, on their own accord, many there on their own dime. Who was there? Who was in attendance? So, um, it was uh, myself, Dirt Malone, and Anasan, uh, Antoine Vian, uh, re emerging on the scene, uh, Chris Delafave, uh, the Squad legend. Squadcast veteran. That's right, the legend Vinny Galanti. Yes. Um, we had my buddy Steve Scalia, who came out from uh, Texas. Who's an awesome. He's an Hell East yeah. Coast guy, but he lives in Texas now. He's an awesome guy. Shout out to Steve and congratulations on your engagement. Exactly. Um, just an awesome dude who you know um, really worked his ass off. Like you know, uh, on all the sh- about it. All right. about the I'm talk. just the sh- on the strength yeah. of uh, awesome. Dude. You know, just our friendship and his faith in what we're doing, Beautiful. which is amazing. Amazing. Those p- people like that are priceless. Uh, and then um, my buddy Chris from Vegas was there, and and uh, his friend Arelli, who was the only female helping us in the booth, um, who was a sweetheart and a hard worker, and mm-hmm. um, you know everybody just did a really good job and really you know pulled their weight and contributed in a big way. Yes, you know? and I think as far as like getting people to stop by our booth, yeah. we were giving out a shitload of the fill and go funnels Always. preloaded. Yep. A little advice. So we had to fill those up. I think we gave out like close to a thousand yeah. of them within no, a two-day no span. More than, wow, more than nine hundred of them. Yeah. That's fucking great. And a lot of people love them because you go to a booth and you're like, sign up for the email. You get a sample. You yeah. get your bag of whatever literature, and boom, you're on your way. Yeah. yeah. People are like, dude, I've never seen these. They're like, yay, water bottle shaker, whatever. Yeah. It's yours to keep. Yeah. So we're giving those out, wristbands, stickers, and then wait, Antoine and Delafave and Galanti signed some posters. Yep. But we had a cool setup. We had. The email mm-hmm. mailing list sign up yeah. on one side, and then the other side was the lift box giveaway. Right. So the guys from the lift box in Carolina, um, who were great guys that we met at the uh, Adam uh, Lean. Yeah, yeah, at the Europa Expo in Charlotte, um, who have their own like uh, sampling box yep. um, that we've been partnered with on giveaways before. Um, we <clears throat> had uh, sort of uh, agreed on the scenario where uh, we would do giveaways there um, and kind of give them a presence with us while we were out there awesome. um, in Vegas. Uh, so, you know, they were promoting it online and we were um, doing giveaways uh, with their box to, um, 
you know, kind of promote both brands and, you know, just sort of be generous and give back to people. Oh, yeah. Um, so we had, like, uh, multiple raffles over the course of the weekend um, where people were coming away with a, a T-shirt, a snapback cap, a 15-serving vice, a shaker cup. I don't mind saying this, you know, nobody will get, will give out more bang for the buck. Yeah, well, that's for sure. Than the shit that we're doing. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, it's fucking, like, sometimes I'm even, like, the bundle shit like yeah, that yeah. where I'm just like, yeah. This is a fuck. Like I want to buy it. Yeah. I got this shit. No. <laughs> I want to fucking yeah, yeah. pounce on it. Yeah, you know? I get happy telling people about it. I'm like, dude, buy this, and there's a coupon code. You're like, really? Yeah, dude, I'm with like, a dude, you don't know. Yeah, it's yeah. only a fucking value. You know, it's yeah. only fifteen percent off with free shipping yeah. and a shaker cup. A fucking. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, we uh, exactly, Ronnie, and uh, you know, you know, it's, but it's like sort of like a, I think a tradition of ours is trying to you know, make people feel like they're really getting something for their buck and and for like supporting us we give back to them so like all weekend we gave a shaker cup the new stash mm-hmm. box shaker cup we gave that away with every purchase at the booth people love them um you know it was just like out at the arnold in, in north carolina we gave away uh flannels uh we gave away vintage one-of-a-kind flannels to everybody um and we'll bring that back at the arnold and we'll have the shaker cups at the arnold but it's like it's just an opportunity to give people back uh something back for you know sort of supporting you because in a lot of instances some people are encountering us for the first time mm-hmm. so it's like for them to dig into their pocket and pull out their hard-earned money and support us in that moment uh is a huge deal to us and we don't take that for granted so we yeah. want to make them aware that we're appreciative you know <clears throat> nice yeah so sounds like it was a home run it was it was first had, of many we had a gym event uh training day at uh dominate, at dominate your, your game. game um which is like a sort of like a hardcore training yes, facility for athletes awesome. yeah yeah um we had a good turnout for that. Dude, that place was in the cut. Mm. But then when you get in there, super awesome people working yeah. there. And the gym was like the perfect size. Yeah. It wasn't too small. It was actually, it was fucking, it was fairly big. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big, it's a pretty big building. And like, you know, um, it's in this like uh, sort of like industrial complex that's like um, numbered, not numbered, but it's, they're all, I it's almost like storage as a, units. Type building thing. as a letter. Yep. Um, so it's like, you know, well, you kind of have to weave through this complex. Um, we had a pretty easy time getting there this time, but there was a time there I was in the past and it took us a while to get there to find it once we we're in the complex. Um, but man, uh, like it's the kind of place where like an athlete will go yeah. and just get one-on-one training mm-hmm. from their training staff, like, you know, to improve their 40 awesome. time or whatever, yep. you know, just improve their performance. Um, and Mike, uh, the guy who, who's the owner of the place, um, is just an awesome guy. I've known him for a long time, and he really opened his doors to us and Beautiful. so hospitable. So it's well, like we will be back. That's the thing too. It's like you know, in the process of doing what we're trying to do, like those friendships and people who are so giving and, and hospitable. It's like it's a big deal. You know what I mean? So it was. They were really welcoming, and it was it was cool to be able to do that. So that yeah. I made for a hell of a long day on on Friday. Is it tough Saturday out there, like it is in a? At the Arnold to it, find a gym that can be your own and not be overflowing with people to the yes. point of it's fucking crazy. Yes. It's the same kind of thing where yes. it's like you find like an off the grid yes, gym and it's so. like a fucking it's, oasis. It's yes, like for the Arnold, so. it's the Metroflex gym, which is packed. And then the Vegas version of that is the LVAC. Is LAVC. LVAC. Right. Yeah. LVAC, which is like two miles from the. the um, and it's just. just from jam-packed it's just jam-packed yeah that's why like it, it's fine when you go there at five in the morning yeah no <laughs> right it wasn't well, busy at, the, at five yeah, in the morning yeah, right? at the arnold this year yeah, yeah. at the one gym it was like uh oh yeah 
you have to shut it. The, the fire department yeah. had to come. The yeah. fire marshal's like, shut it down. Like, yeah, and there's insane. people working out. It's like, dude, all right, if you want to do uh, just bicep curls for yeah. the next hour and yeah. not bump into the person next to you. stand in this one spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's crazy. When we were out at the Arnold, we, we actually, we were doing a lot of hotel workouts and then we actually drove to this place that was a little bit off the grid, probably like 15 minutes from downtown Columbus and we had an awesome oh, workout yeah, there yeah. because we were far enough away from the crowds. But Maybe it's like, I just thought of an idea for things we can do for these events. Okay. But, uh, Classified. I'll keep, I'll keep that to, yeah, my, to myself. That sounds good to me. I know you biting ass motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Ready, to, ready to jack Ooh, ideas. Might see a little... Might go to the same gym after we did. Ready, ready to jack intellectual capital. Uh-huh. I've seen gym biting happen this There's year. A lot of that going on. I going remember on. we were so Shots busy. Fired. We were doing so much work that Greg actually said to me, My fingers hurt. And I've never heard that from you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to the bone. Was that, was that, uh, was that, that was that actual audio? That might have been me actually that was saying you. that. That was you saying. That might have been me actually saying I was losing my voice a little bit by the end of the weekend. So it's entirely possible. Oh, another thing was on Friday, uh, Delafave competed in the USPA yes, Deadlift Invitational. Oh, yeah. yeah. How'd that go? He, uh, he did. He did well, not as good as he wanted to. He, well, uh, but it's because you got to Yeah, like, but that's like on the De La Fave right, scale. Right, right. Yeah, he Translate open, that to he, right. mortals. Well, my understand, like my understanding of powerlifting has always been like you get three attempts. So on your first attempt, you do something that's entirely conservative. That mm-hmm. like if something went wrong, you could still get. Yeah. And then the second lift is something you'd be happy with. And then the third lift is He's like go all out. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's always the way I've, I've thought of it. But De La Fave opens with like. Go for broke. Right, exactly. <laughs> so like he did 800, right? That was that was his first lift was an eight hundred pound deadlift and then he missed eight forty or something twice. Yeah, right. So it's like, you know, when you're already that would starting. Have been someone else's third attempt. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. a world class lifter's third attempt. <laughs> yes. So it's like you know, people you are just keep it like, in perspective. who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, Delafave brings it brings he brings good juice to the to oh, the whole, yeah. the whole uh, operation because he's like I said he's a bizarre combination <laughs> of like a con- conservative dude he's who's got a Trump shirt complete, on. Yeah, yeah. He so showed funny. up to the hotel in a Trump shirt. He's like, I wore this for you, G. He's like, you should have seen the looks I was getting on the plane, but I wore this just for you. <laughs> I told them the American Greg <laughs> booth yeah. come to the ten fifty nine G code. Yep. But no, but it was fucking hilarious, right? So there's this guy who's like, he's got like these sort of sort of conservative viewpoints and at the same time is a total lunatic. And it's strange seeing both of those things kind yeah. of melded together. Um, but yeah, he's just an awesome guy and he, he's, he's obviously an incredible lifter, but his contributions to what we did this weekend were, were amazing. And just, and just good energy and the blending of personalities. We just had great yeah. chemistry. Yeah. We just that's had that's great, great chemistry. Um, and it was his first time meeting Antoine, I believe, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, and they hit it off immediately. Oh, no yeah, kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like one of those where if, if he's our friend, he'll probably right. end up being yes, your friend. Yes, exactly. It's like people from two different corners of the world who somehow speak the same language. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and which is awesome too, right? Like the idea that like, um, like you know this guy. Right. And then you know this guy. Right. And how cool it is to see those guys become friends. Oh, yeah, of course. Because you, know I mean? yeah. like, you, yeah. like, you, you know this guy and you know how awesome he is. And you know that guy and you know how awesome yep. he is. But they don't know each other. Right. And so like one thinking over the awkwardness of not knowing each other. And then you see that they're friends. Like I love that experience. It's such yeah. a cool thing. Well, more of that to come. Exactly. Much more. Much more for sure. Oh. Oh, you want to do it after commercial break? Well, I don't know what that is. Me neither. Well, I was going to talk about Saturday. We'll come back. And we'll talk about the Super League. Yes. We have more. You ask me if I'm super. I say, hey, thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. And we'll be right back. 
What up, everybody? This is Sko here with some G Code news for you this week for our loyal Squadcast listeners only. We have a promo code for you. That's right. Head to GCodeNutrition.com. Use the promo code Squadcast20. That gets you 20% off any purchase of $40 or more. So you can get yourself like a tri pack and a shaker cup. Boom, 20% off. You can get yourself an original G Code hoodie. Our black hoodie with the G-Code logo. It's dope. Usually goes for 40 bucks. You get it for $32. But that's not all. You get free shipping too. That is a great deal. That's like you're staring at a beautiful woman. She stares back at you. And then she takes her top off. There is only one thing left to do. You have to follow through. Follow through. Go to gcodenutrition.com. Enter the promo code SquadCast20. That's SquadCast with a K. SquadCast20. 20% off $40 or more. Plus free shipping. Get your Vice pre-workout. Get your merch. Get your garments. Get your books. Get your funnels. Get your shaker cup. We got a lot of new shit. It's all dope. And now back to the SquadCast. Peace. And we are back, and, and Dirt Malone has got an arts and crafts project going on. Well, not arts, more crafts. It's crafty. So what I'm doing is we have these square readers that go on the iPad. So when you come to the booth, you can make a purchase easily by just giving us a credit card, and we will swipe it for you on the app. So I want to put both of them into one thing. Into one styrofoam holder. So he's carving out the With a razor. space. Yeah. So anyway, put my the, science the project league, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, you know what? It was weird. It was a weird thing. And I got the sense that even though Yates Wait, was well, the one who started clarify. it. clarify what it is. So this is a Super League. Okay. Say you're competing in the Super League. What they do is the day prior, they bring you into the gym and they do a 3D scan of your body. Okay. So there's literally a person holding a monitor and someone next to him with the wire connected and just going around your body inch by inch with what seems like a steamer, like something you would steam your clothes with. Okay. And then that's your 3D model. So what they do is they take your weight, and it's just like boxing. They have, you know, bantam, feather, mm-hmm. fly, all that stuff. And then they would take your measurements, your arm, your waist, your chest, and that would be your 3D score. Interesting. So, so that's like them bringing the physique component. Like so, yes. like surface area. So if you're area, like a like big, yeah. You? So if you're yeah. like a big powerlifter guy with a gut, and you're, you know, you're doing x amount of weight on a certain exercise you get points taken away because your 3d score isn't that great okay so they take your but 3d that guy, score. if i'm that guy i'm thinking like well fuck you yeah, exactly i'm lifting a i just carried a 400 pound keg on my shoulder right, 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 right. that's why it's weird maybe it's the like, other guy should get penalized well, i mean I, <laughs> yeah. like the one guy who was uh french canadian athlete who was antoine's friend reggie jupiter right um, you know, who's like a, a jacked guy, but very much just looks more like an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like you imagine, like a like a NFL safety or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Right? Looks more more along those lines, and he dominated the thing, right? Dude, he did really good in his. So class. there's like right, so there's so there's some guys that were like six, seven, three hundred and forty pounds, yeah. and this guy, in terms of their scoring system, dominated some of those guys. Yeah. Okay, so day one, you get a three D score. 
Yeah. It's basically like physique, body fat. Yep. Arm measurements. Body composition. Yeah. Yeah. So then they put you in your weight class. Okay. Then they put you against a person. In your weight class. So it was USA versus Canada. Border wars, they called it. Okay. Hey, we're going to put up a wall, by the way. Where's the Mexican lifter? (laughs) Yeah. The Mexican lifters, that's that's in the south. Okay. Not happening till July. Okay. No, but um, so they put Antoine. He was the first to go against this guy named Nam. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Antoine posted a picture where he was Jack dude, fucking Jack. Is that the guy he was training with. Did he the he next might... day or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, that. Yeah. So he won it last year. Okay. He's been training for it for the past like three weeks leading up to it. So last, I like, thought this was the first one. No, this is like the second. Oh, okay. So Antoine's like, this is bullshit. Like, this guy's been training on these, <laughs> yeah. these equipments while yeah. I just get here. Right. Like, he didn't know what to expect. We're like, yeah, dude, yeah. fuck, who cares, man? It's right. just do your thing. Well, yeah, well, I was always saying that, like, regardless of how it turned out, it's just cool to say you did it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I said to Antoine. I'm like, if it's the best thing ever or it's lame, either way, you could just say you did it, and that's cool to be able to say you did it. Yeah. What was cool is, like, the setup was, like, an arena octagon doom looking fucking like, a, like a American Gladiators. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then what was funny is when well, you come like, out, looked a little bit like dodgeball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something like that. <laughs> the movie, very dim lit, and mm-hmm. it's just. And then what's funny is you pick your song. So he's like, Antoine, what do you want to come out to? He's like, I'll come out to uh, you know some hardcore fucking yeah. rock metal thing. And then you go down this little ramp, and then you go into the arena. So nice. he's posing and shit. And here's how it works: you do eight exercises. You have eight minutes to do each exercise. So you got to do within the eight minutes, work up to your max effort. Okay. So within like the one minute, two minute range, that's when you want to go all out. And you got to okay. do 12 reps, something you think you can get 12 reps with. So the first exercise was leg extensions. And everybody was shaking their head like, what the fuck? A leg extension? Like who does all that weight on a leg extension? Yeah. So you're talking them through it there's like a coach guy there from canada he's like come on antoine fucking three more plates let's do three reps let's go let's go time's ticking down two minutes he's like all right do one all right so then it goes so then boom you start going one two come on you know people pushing you and shit like that so then he did 12 reps of i couldn't even tell you like fucking hundreds of pounds and then boom you go right to the next workout hack squats eight minutes work up to your you know max effort so by the time you get to like the fifth exercise, you're pretty fucking exhausted. Right. So it was leg extensions, hack squats. It was pull downs for back. It was a shoulder press, okay. standing shoulder press. All machines, though. All machines. And then the gimme exercises were the strict bicep curls because the weight only went up to 100 pounds, which is still a lot. So he ended up doing like, I think, 80 pounds. And then the flies, the weight only goes up to a hundred pounds. Is a weird, that's a weird exercise. Yeah, so you're doing flies with a hundred pounds each, and yeah. for a guy like that, it's that's nothing. He was literally laughing the last two reps, <laughs> and then the last one was like a dip. Now you can do as many reps as you want. With you the, have to do twelve. 12. So you do twelve with the hundred pound dumbbell. Do twelve flies with the hundred pound dumbbells. Easy. And then you can stop. So that was the gimme exercise. So what's to keep you? If you and me can both do 12, is it who does 12 faster? Nope. That's what I'm saying. That set was like the gimme set okay. of the whole circuit. Okay, okay. Because. Well, because I was just going to say like, yeah. like yeah. if these guys are all elite lifters, then they probably all could do that. So if that's the case, how do you. Yeah. yeah. So the hardest exercises were the extensions, the hack squat. Which is like a power squat. Yeah. Right. 
or maybe four. And then the the pull downs, right. kind of like the machine pull downs for back. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a a rack pull deadlift type thing. Okay. So those were probably like the hardest exercises. But the other ones, the other ones, depending on your what was strong for you, right. like he had strong ass shoulders, so his shoulder press yeah, was yeah. like dominated. Right, right. But the flies and the bicep curls were kind of like, eh. Right. And then the last exercise was like a tricep push down machine. Right. Which right. was weird. Yeah. yeah. What's so the, like the some of the some, of the, some I, I thought that the selection of exercises was a little strange. It does seem weird. What's like the turnout for something like this? Like, there's a crowd there, obviously, but like, is it is it a raucous crowd? Is there? It was it was weird. It was almost like a invitational exclusive type of like thing. a like a like a World Series of Poker. Yeah. Kind of like everybody who knows. Oh, each you mean the contestants watching it? Well, no, just watching it. it. Like you know, the was World Series of Poker. It? It's like. Yeah, so yeah. Antoine went first with that against that kid Nam. Yeah, and there wasn't a huge crowd, maybe because they were the first ones to go, and it started like twelve o'clock. But then, as the days, I mean, as the times progress, more and more people come. I think mm-hmm. there was an entrance fee of like thirty-five bucks for this event. Yeah, Kai Green was there, and a Michael Hearn dude was there. Both good guys. Good guys, but they kind of made like a production out of it. Cameras yeah. everywhere. Everyone's yeah. wearing the the GoPros. I can so, see it turning into like a bigger thing, so they might as well prepare for that now yeah. because uh, fucking shows like even like American Ninja. Oh yeah. People are just it's like the simplest mind numbing as shit yeah. in the world, mm-hmm. but people are like put it on and can't turn it off. Yeah. See, that's more it's fun defi- to watch. No, but there's <laughs> definitely. But I'm saying like it's a second year. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna. There's a huge following for this whole if you want to call it a subculture whatever this whole community it makes sense to me yeah because it's less arbitrary than bodybuilding is in terms of like a judge grading a physique or anything like that like there's a way for it to be more yeah definitive you know it's uh, like a combination of that and strong when i first heard of it i uh was given pause because I outlined an idea years ago. I'm not going to get into the details okay. of it, but uh, I'm assuming it's a better version of this. That's what I thought. Yeah. And here's and my only impression of it being a better version of it was just that it was a little less complicated and esoteric. This right. thing seemed just like a little bit right clunky. Yeah, yeah, it a little clunky weird. in execution, like the 3D scan and all that stuff. It just seems a little. Well, the, you know, it's year two. Yeah, of course. I of guarantee course. you, in eight years, this shit's going to be. Sixty-five dollars to get in. Could be, could be, and there'll be five thousand people watching it. Could be. I think um, the athletes who competed in general were kind of stupefied by the exercises and is, just like how it was kind of ran. Is Dorian still involved in it, or he's not now? That's what I was gonna say. Because I heard initially he was, and what? I feel like well, he wasn't there. Well, that's not a good sign. And then there was another woman. If you go on the website, you could see them, but. They weren't there, mm. and I got the vibe that they weren't a part of it anymore mm. from some people who well, were talking about if it. If they dropped right. the ball, we'll just have to start the G-Code invitation. That's, right. fucking... That's correct. And another sad thing was there was a 5% booth, but nobody was there. Int- oh, nobody on, was running on. it. Hold on. So I was wondering that. At so, the event, you mean? Or yeah. at the so they had, like four, they had like four little booth setups, kind of yeah. like our tables at okay. the TakeOver Tour type thing. And they had um, Iron Rebel... They had 5%. They had some uh, strapped clothing company. Sure. And then they had, like, a, a female fitness company. Okay. Now, 5% meaning, so 5% was supposed to have a booth there. 
they had did, the booth. They had it all set up. It. They had like a table. They had the backdrop, but nobody was there. And you think nobody it's, was there, as in like fans in line to go to it, or nobody I, was behind the nobody booth was there it. running it. So I almost got the impression that like Piano was supposed to be there with a mini entourage. Okay, and they were supposed to like you know give out samples. Now, are they were they at the Olympia? That was the other thing I didn't know. Was five percent at the Olympia in the Olympia? I, did I didn't see him because I think that they were supposed to do the Super League thing instead of the so Olympia. yeah they. They come for that instead of the Olympia, mm. and also CT Fletcher's uh, his brand was there. But he's he's in poor health too, right? Yeah. Oh man, he was there after we left, and right. he kind of looked like you saw his age. Right. Like he was he was struggling a little right, bit. Right. He was slow right. to get around. Oh man, it's fucking horrible. I uh, yeah, so that, I was wondering that because you know my my impression of things, um, you know, when we made the lap of analyses. Uh, while a while back walking around the expo at the Arnold, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh I was under the impression that like five percent was one of the few booths and brands that had like good energy and like yeah. kind of a no, their around own the whole place and, people yeah. were yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. uh enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. So like what well, I I was wondering, you know, how how that brand endures without without Rich as the figurehead anymore, or at yeah. least, you know, he'll still be the symbolic figurehead of the entire thing, but yeah. in terms of, like, how they move be, forward and him being able to be there and interact with people and stuff, and I didn't know whether they were, were going to have a presence at the Olympian. <clears throat> we were so fucking swamped and busy, I didn't even get yeah. a chance to walk around and see if they were there at all. But, I mean, I saw a ton of people wearing their clothing. Yeah, and there was yeah. a lot of uh, in-loving memory of the Dallas McCarver shirts. Yeah, I did see those, too. I did see those, too. Now... Uh, I'm hoping no one was selling those and profiting off of them, right? I hope not. That you would think uh, that, that those... Unless the money was going directly to Well, that's to a different family. thing. Yeah, yeah. I would hope that those proceeds from those shirts were going really to, to the family that. or a foundation or something. I'm I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. I would certainly hope that would be the case. But I would give a... the better for the doubt that whoever was selling those shirts was donating that money to his family or a foundation in, on his behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was and, kinda, and if so, then that's a great thing. It was a little sombering when you see some of the stuff, like just those t-shirts and yeah, you see right. some of the five percenter guys wearing the gear you kind of look at them like i'm sorry dude. yeah, yeah. well for sure because that was very much like a you know um a culprit you know not saying not in a negative way am i saying that at all like it was it was like a, a it seemed like they had a, like a big family yeah you know um so you know to see to, for them to lose that guy who kind of gave the whole thing meaning and direction is is certainly sad it's a yeah. shame but on a lighter note we mentioned this in a previous squad cast about fake weights. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Something happens over the Olympia weekend. Oh, really? Was someone exposed for using fake weights? Somebody was exposed verbally. This someone. <laughs> well, right. So the dude Bradley Castleberry that we spoke about, who I who I was just saying, who I have no proof either way. I'm right. saying he's definitely a freak. I've heard reputable people come to his defense. You said who they were at the gym and saw it, and it's all right. legit. Right. right. Yeah. Repu- like, rep- reputable oh, no. people come to his defense. No, no, Reputable people come to his defense, and then also my when we were looking at it from an entirely practical and pragmatic standpoint, I was trying to think about how you get fake weights into LA Fitness in the middle of a yeah, yeah, yeah. day and not be exposed by somebody. Okay. So there's this group of uh, Southern California dudes who are like just like heavy hitter lifters called okay. Strength Cartel. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And they have like a cool, uh, cool vibe to what they do. It's like you know, sort of like a Mexican, you know, La Raza kind of, yeah. kind of vibe, right? Gotcha. So- Southern Cali, um, like big lifters, you know, anti-establishment kind of vibes. Nice. Cool what they do. We uh, we can all kind of relate to what they mm-hmm. do. And uh, you know, these are 
These guys are guys who don't fuck around. Yeah. And apparently they've been calling that dude out online saying, come live with us. Yeah. You know? And apparently they, uh, and Anasan's a fan of what they do. I said yeah. to the point where Anasan looks like he could almost be in their crew. Gotcha. Like if we're the NWO, he could also like make an NWO move and leave yes, G-Code gotcha. and go to Strength Cartel <laughs> um, in an audacious act and would fit right Backstab in. And, exactly. <laughs> would fit right in over there. Nobody would even miss a beat. Um, but he was kind of following him more closely. And I, I got the impression from him that um, I guess they went and confronted him in person wow. and it's like you know these big yeah, <laughs> big, yeah, big, yeah. big like no nonsense fucking dudes coming yeah. after this dude who i said is like a jacked version of like a southern cali skater or yeah. something right yeah, so exactly how did that go down there do you have any of the details i just saw some of the uh, videos going around right. and it was just like you know these big dudes like <laughs> yo man you were supposed to do this uh, you know event with us like what the fuck Holmes like fucking lift some real weights with us motherfucker you a pussy and they were like every derogatory you a bitch motherfucker oh, you, you a bitch pussy mother. and then down. I think Sorry. Castleberry just kind of like put his head down and walked away right but I was I kind of felt bad for him a yeah, little bit I was no, like, no, hold it. on hold on so but did he fail to lift weights no it's still not. It still has not been. But he apparently, just, he was called out and declined. Apparently, yes, okay. called out and declined. So if that makes in some eyes, I'm not saying that in the eyes the same of some thing. that would make him a bitch. Right. But right. we don't have conclusive, no. There's no conclusive that he's unable no failure. to. He's not. He has not shown that he's unable to lift the weights. I mean, you to. would think this is something that's not impossible to demonstrate. Right. right. And it could, you know, and this could be, and who knows? This is the this is the internet era. They could be bros. It could yeah. all just be, you know, a marketing stunt. It could McGregor, McGregor Mayweather. Right? I hear you. Oh yeah, you never know. You know, and it also could be, uh, you know, people just like to raise their rent on each other. So you know. Oh no! Look, I can totally because I the... think those string cartel guys are no fucking joke, and they take it very seriously, right? I don't. Deny so then, that. If, if they, so then, if they're under the impression that some guy out there is it's right, full of, of shit, then yeah. then you know they take it more personally in a way than you and I might. <clears throat> Dude, we all have things of that, course. like you know, define us. Right, and just rub us the wrong way, yeah, and course. like of course. artistic integrity or right. whatever the fuck. <laughs> right, right, right. We are like that so that guy is, just did that, the worst. So shit. right, so of all the people in that venue, that kid would probably be in their crosshairs the most if they suspected. Understood. That he so was, they're purists, and yes. he's a fraud in their eyes. In their eyes, yes. And based on what you know of lifters, yes, doesn't matter what their background is. Would you ever expect a lifter to decline the opportunity to prove? Their authenticity. I, I can't imagine. Have it. you ever met a lifter? Because it's a pretty, like I said, like, if look, were, if, he, if he fell 40 pounds short of right. whatever the fuck he's saying he could lift, nobody's no, going to no, be no. like, what a fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's, he's at levels that are just fucking. Right, right, exactly. You know? No, it would have to be something that would immediately expose him. Right. And right. so there's no real. And I guess the idea is that, like, you know, some of these dudes are like, you know, 300 plus pound, like, really heavy hitters like bench a ton of weight and he, this kid is out outlifting them online and he's like yes. you know look i totally yeah, get yeah. it but you would think like now it's totally wrong if right. he's if he's the real deal yes they're not exactly giving him like an inviting no 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 welcome that no. would encourage him right in any kind of right 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 but they think he's a fraud so that i mean to that, me, that might have been the better tact no, well, that's not If you had approached him and said, like, yo, man, we watch your videos online all the time. Why don't you come fucking Dude, lift with us? Hey, we're doing a charity lift. Fucking come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come do 90% of your best. Come shut some people up. 
Right. Well, you of know, course. That would be my tactic. But no, but I mean, I would mm. think that would be his reaction, like, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know? Right. No matter what. Right, right, right. Like, if I could hit, if I could fucking dunk, yeah, yeah. and I'm in the park, and somebody's like, yo, man, you're talking all this shit about fucking dunking, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. keep, oh, you got a 40 inch vertical yeah, bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even, I'd grab a basketball right. and dunk. Right, exactly. I turn my head and I cover my wife's eyes. <laughs> then I dunk. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 So that's what's a little weird to me. It's like, I agree. I agree. I'd never, like, I mean, he might have been that intimidated that, like, he just wanted out of there. I don't know. No, that's what I'm saying. That like, moment. I totally can yeah. understand why. But, like, over time, you think at a certain point he'd be like, here I am at Joe's gym. Right. Up the street. Right. And I came 90% as close to what right. I normally sure, sure, do sure. Sure. just to show you that I'm right. fucking, you know. Right. Yeah, for sure. We'll do it live. Okay. Exactly. We'll, fucking. No, we'll do it live. Fuck it. That's all I had to do. They could have done it live. That's what they were looking for. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I felt bad for him. I'm going to have to it look is. it up. It is interesting. Right. Well, well, I mean, you, well you, you felt bad for him because you felt like he was like sort of. He was attacked. Uh, right. Well, right, <laughs> he, was con- he, he was confronted and bullied probably in that moment, right? Um, but at the same but time. But how do you get out of that? It's very, there's a very simple. Wait, it's a simple thing else. to do. Like if that was me yeah. and it was all legit, yeah. I would simply, and you know, public figure in the subculture. Right. You make a video and you're just like. Here's the weights, blah, 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 or like whatever. Come check me out. I'm doing this shit. Yeah. I mean, you would automatically win those guys over. Yeah. If if he said, all right, man, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm lifting this tonight. I'll I'll come meet you. And they go meet, and then he deadlifts, you know, whatever he deadlifts or benches 700 pounds. One dude to be like, come to my fucking gym and see if he's You know what's crazy? It's like. I think they might geographically be from uh, similar places too. Well, that's what I'm that, saying. So that might be a, oh, add yeah. another layer the to it. Diego's maybe the territor- territorial thing. Yeah, no, I was talking about De- the brothers. Course. Definitely Southern <laughs> California. Still, again, dude, he could go into like he'd be like white chocolate, dude. He'd yeah. be instant lore. Right. Yes, he of could course. go fucking do that. It's true. And they'd be like fucking boys. Yeah. And in oh, the yeah, video, of course, like of you know, they'd be carrying around his shoulders. Like, yeah. Man. He might be a genius, like some two chain shit, where he's just like. I know what people want. I know what they want to see. <laughs> what they want. I ain't I giving it to them. Fuck it. Let yeah. this boat ride. Yeah. Well, now Possible. I'm like, now I'm emotionally invested yeah, in yeah. seeing this through. But like Greg and I, I were talking about it. Out. We're like, who gives a fuck what he can lift? But it's just the principle like, yeah, yeah. he can easily Dude, do let's this. let's extend the yeah. open invite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sponsor him. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sponsor. You can't sponsor him until we find out well, if, I, if he's real. I was under the impression that he was there with his own brand. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think he's got like a pre-workout called Boom or something. Yeah, I think he's got it. He's doing his own thing. I it's, think. Called Bogus. it's called Bogus. <laughs> Completely unrelated. Brand, branded his own uh, his own stuff. He's got like Castle, I think it's Castleberry Supplements or something like that. Something like that, which makes sense because he's got a big following. I got to finish this science project. How's that it's working out there. for you? Yeah, You're like it's like well manicured. Yeah, it looks like it fits in that little place. Like Dude, these things were clutch. Oh my God. Because usually uh, when we go to trade shows, you got to punch everyone's credit card info manually. And now we have these square readers where you just swip and that's it. And it worked like flawlessly the whole weekend, which is amazing. Well, we're not used to that. Yeah, we're not used to that. I don't know what to do when things work, function properly. But dude, going into these (laughs) trade shows, people don't realize like there's so many things that can go wrong or like not work or be faulty. No kidding. But I think we uh, we did a really good job. We did a really good job. It was it was a it was a fun weekend. It was a fun weekend, you know. I, I look forward to the Arnold. I look I look forward to you know us putting the pieces in place to to grow as much 
from now till then as we have already. You know what yep. I mean? That's that's the plan. You, get, you kind of sort of uh, the idea of reaching a tipping point. You just do a little bit, a little bit more, and a little bit more every day, and it piles up, and eventually you get to a point where it's like the floodgates open. And know? a lot of people are asking, when the aminos coming out? Yeah, yeah. The aminos were on people's when minds. Are they, when are they? People, rising? people are already familiar. People were already familiar with our brain were uh, asking about uh, the next product in the pipeline. Yeah. These are customers and followers and G-Code Army type of uh, yeah. people? Yeah, yeah, not are, like What yeah. I mean is like not like industry types no. per se. No. I mean, there, there were people who came across our brand and saw that we had Vice and said, are there any other products you're working yeah. on? So it was some yeah. of those too, yeah. Right. But um, – yeah, people who follow what we do, what we do, and uh, awesome. are excited about the, just the prospects of us coming out with something new, and I guess the idea that um, some people sort of appreciate the fact that we took a novel approach with Vice, so they're expecting something. Absolutely, man! It's like anything else. You product. find out something. Yeah. Like you tell me that Cool House is making a fucking cake. Right. <laughs> like, oh. right. Hey, I like yeah. what they did with the ice cream sandwich. Oh, forty-two dollars. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Can you break a hundred? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, you know, uh, so yeah, so I think there are people who are excited about uh, the prospects of us making our yeah. product. So, as am I. I can't wait to have some in hand and be utilizing it every day. I could use some today. Man, you ain't lie. lying. You ain't lying. I think it was uncalled for. I could use a recovery <laughs> elixir. <laughs> I could use an IV. Yeah. It was uncalled for when Sco, um... Last night I dumped $200,000 worth of cocaine on a table in front of strangers. That's why I didn't go to Vegas. You couldn't go to Vegas. I did that to Vegas. That's the best drop. It's just so fucking random. (laughs) Marilyn Manson, man. Crazy. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, when I when I when I hear the Marilyn man when I hear that quote that drop, it makes me stop. Marilyn Mandela. I pause. I pause and I think for a second, and I'm like, wait, is that Skull recollecting his own story? And then I realize you're telling a Marilyn Manson story. That's right. Marilyn Manson, living vicariously through you. Or am I? That's right. Boom, boom, boom. That's, that's Dirt Malone, 4 a.m., standing on top of a bar in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You, did, you, you behaved yourself this this weekend, though. No I trouble? Did. Did, you, did. did you did you play the tables? I gambled. I, this is, I had very little time to gamble, and I love to fucking play craps, so I'm like, not fucking play craps, but just play craps. I fucking love playing craps. Okay. So I got a window when uh, I took the guys out for dinner. We were at like a... A restaurant. I was already off the grid at this point. Greg was already gone. The Pat <laughs> Riley hair was up in a fucking pillow. <laughs> that was a fucking mess. So they were there. They were like eating and talking. I was like, all right, go fucking gamble. Go play craps. Flipped it. I won like a buck fifty. Okay. Then I played roulette. Yep. Won some more. So then the end of the night comes. I'm like, go big or go home. Two fifty on black. And. I put two fifty on black. Dramatic pause, pregnant pause, and uh, lost everything. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I was like, "Fuck!" I award you no points. I know. <laughs> May God have mercy, mercy on your soul. soul. But it's like one of those things where it's like it's two fifty. I could double it or I lose it. It was the money I wanted to gamble with, and yep. I fucking yeah. lost it. Uh, I understand. You're, you're a bold man, taking making bold moves. You know, it was upsetting. Kind of like the uh, the hotel kitchen. Yeah, in the hotel yeah. exercise room. Yeah, yeah. The oh, hotel yeah. exercise room had no weights. What was the Cardi- kitchen? Cardio, but no weights. <laughs> kitchen was an actual kitchen. It was a great kitchen. With no uh, plates or anything. 
Yeah. Great. I think we had to request those, but we were barely in the room anyway. So yeah, we did. But we bought some stuff, some supplies for the room. We bought a box of cocoa puffs, mm-hmm. and then Antoine took them, and he's like, "Oh, my friend, the cocoa puffs, ha ha!" And then he left with his into his room with them, and I'm like, "Why? Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, we bought that cereal not as what a fucking a gag. What a genius. <laughs> and he does then, a whole dance routine right yeah, out the door with yeah. a fucking cocoa And then he what posted on. And then the morning of this fucking Super League, he posts a picture of him eating the fucking cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my fucking cocoa puffs. Oh, man. Son of a bitch. Wow. So. We bought some out. things that we didn't even touch it. I yeah, think yeah, Anderson Anderson ate like Anderson. three muffins out of an orange solo cup and beef jerky. Is that Anderson <laughs> Anderson had all these little like exotic coffee drinks, right? Anderson. <laughs> oh, that, that's so funny, man. Oh man, it makes me think of Arn Anderson though. Which yes, is, like, a good yes, poor horseman. Yeah. But the dude, the hotel offered free breakfast, so we're like, all right, we're going to have like a little spread. Not really. <laughs> we had fucking coffee and bagged little muffins. Bagged muffins and uh, granola bars, which I'm not knocking. I'll take both those. And and there was oatmeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, packs so, oatmeal. So what's like a level below a continental breakfast? This was the level below. Yeah, but like what's the word? The middle uh, yeah, of the donuts. Yeah, yeah. If it's not a continent, so, yeah. <laughs> A national breakfast? A national breakfast. Yeah, it was not continental. It was subcontinental. But the guy at the beef jerky booth, he always hooks us up. He gave us like 30 bags of jerky. A lot nice. of jerky. Unmarked bags for the sampling. The jerky boys. <laughs> so that's how I said it. Anna saw was fucking eating like three muffins out of the orange solo cup and jerky. <laughs> that's like one of his meals. Dude, that's uh, fucking... That hashtag good. bodybuilding. Because you're just running on like <laughs> random snacks when you're at trade shows. Seriously. True that's snacks. Your, that's your nickname. Oh, and Bangs. Snacks Malone. Malone. We were right next to the Bang booth, which is just like a whole fucking dance party club. Yeah, it's yeah. gimmicky. Yeah. I don't know. But they're drink. They're, but they're, that's quality <laughs> drink. Their drink is really good. <laughs> so you know, because it's a an RTD. So are like, we like we should love that with Jersey Shore roots. Right? Oh, we should right absolutely. But it's like uh, and if you imagine like a better version of Red Bull. Nice. You know, and they so they're the, the company's VPX, and they were next door to us, and they have like. Cases upon cases upon cases of this shit in like exotic flavors and stuff. So, you know, we're actually drinking vice, we're drinking coffee over the course of the weekend, but all of a sudden you break it up with a little carbonated mm-hmm. energy drink. Always good. I'm not too good. Right? Until there's vice in cans. You know, I've we mixed can have, we can uh, have I've mixed vice with something. Ooh, talk to me. <gasps> I mixed it with a little club soda. Wow. Boom okay. And okay. Uh, I thought you were gonna say you mixed it with a red bull. I was gonna be no, like, no, no, I've mixed it. I mean that's that w- Next level. Isn't there like isn't like a red line? Isn't there like a drink that's like a fucking red line is the same company that makes bang. Yeah. No, but I'm thinking like a cocktail or something. Oh, okay, okay. Or red eye. I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, yeah. Probably involves like lots of blow and right, fucking right. absinthe. <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking know. Um, Dermot, I'll yeah. try anything. You'll try anything once. Anything Dude, I've once. mixed it. I. You said you had no uh, success mixing vice with, with the a carbonated soda. beverage. You said it decarbonates. I mixed it with, uh, I mixed a cherry cola with the cola. With Coca-Cola. Yeah, not Pepsi. Okay, now I mixed it mm. with. How was that? And it wasn't good? He said it, it deflated mm. it. It was de- debubbled. Interesting. But I mixed it with club soda. Mm-hmm. And it was and a party? I'm not convinced. Like, I got to do it again. But it was enough of a success where I think I got a little carbonation out of it. Nice. Was like it good? It, yeah, it was good. It was different. It was different. I think I'd like I need I need to fuck with the ratio a little, but it came out as like a, a whole new thing. What's your favorite vice flavor right now? Oh, it's legend lime. Mine fluctuates. 
Dirt Malone. Legend line. Mine right now. Cherry Swallow. Yeah, mine too. I'm in a swallow. I'm in a swallow zone right now. I lime. I don't know if it's just because of the lifetime association yes. with Mountain Dew. Ledoux. Yes, yes. But uh, I dig the Legend Lime. But it's also it's a uh, my better half's third favorite flavor. Ah. So I'm fighting for it. It's like there's more of it to go around. Yeah, so yeah, I think you're, for sure. It's mine, so to speak. Yeah, of course I get it. She loves the grape, but uh, grape is good. Grape I also good. like mixing them too. Oh, I like mixing them too. That's what I. Like, yeah. Lately, I've been doing. See, I sit here and say cherry swole is my current favorite, but lately I've been mixing legend lime and grape. <laughs> Which, grape lime. Yeah, it gives you a like grime. It makes it seem yeah, it's grimy. No, it makes it it makes it seem a little bit like uh, one of those exotic Mountain Dews. You know, like mm-hmm. the Mountain Dew, yeah. limited edition yes. Mountain Dew, where it's like X flavor mixed with yeah, the Legend done, Lime. Yeah, they got like three, yeah, three yeah. combined into one. Right, now. right, right. So it's like ultra citrus mixed with something else. That's what like those Mountain Dew nice. versions are. So it's like uh, Mountain Dew mixed with grape. Ooh. It's that time, folks. Uh-oh. Grimiest thing. Dirtiest thing I ate. Well, I had a good food thing, too, though. A good food thing. Yes, good so, food thing. So we'll go healthy first okay. and transition. Healthy, and then we'll close Wait, out with Dirty Thing 8. I think before we get to this, I'm going to have to make like a little montage clip of like the food cast or like something yeah, like that, right? Oh, just uh, like you mean for, in, for future So when news. you're like, dude, it's that time again. <laughs> toilet clogging. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the dirtiest thing. Dirtiest thing. You yeah, ate. we'll just, just record yourself saying what you just said. Dirtiest thing. The dirtiest thing you've eaten. So, but we'll go healthy first. Oh yeah, healthy. No, I just came across a uh, form of uh, bread that I'm quite fond of, uh, oh, yes. partially because I like the the brand's backstory. Uh, the brand is Dave's Killer Bread, and the dude Dave, who started the company, uh, did 15 years in jail, Oof. and uh, during his time there, um, kind of, uh, I guess, came to uh, had an epiphany. And decided that when he got out, he was going to use his second chance in life to try to make the best, healthiest bread he possibly could. Um, so he uh, apparently, yeah, apparently had his fa- his family um, had a bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he got out, his folks like and his brother or something like gave him an opportunity to start working on this thing, and he built it into this big company awesome. in 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 um, I believe Washington State. Okay, and. Uh, Ooh. Or Oregon, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, I believe, and uh, they um, one of the the brand tenets is to give opportunities to other people who have a criminal past, um, and provide second chances to those people. Right. Um, and uh, so, like, I love what they stand for. Just the thought of giving people a, another chance, of the thought of this guy, uh, you know, finding his way and creating something awesome. But then the products themselves are great. Um, just bagels and uh, sliced bread that are like loaded with seeds and whole grains and uh, you know like just kind of the best um, ingredients. No they're bullshit. all high, they're all high in protein. Right. Um, just What's the, the name of the company? Dave's again? Killer Bread. Dave's oh, disgusting. Killer it's bread. the opposite <laughs> of disgusting. Um, yeah, just fantastic oh, stuff. Dave's Killer Bread. <laughs> Dave's Killer Bread. That's oh my called. God, he killed somebody. Dave's Killer Bread. <laughs> Um, and, uh, His manslaughter muffins are fucking yeah. <laughs> are amazing. Um, but yeah, so like one of my favorite meals is uh, like a few eggs and a bagel. Um, so that's my new bagel of choice. 
instead of slices, he calls them shanks. Good. So good, so good. Uh, and like uh, you know, I've always been a like big Ezekiel bread advocate. Yep. Um, so like in the sh- I've been a big Ezekiel bread um, advocate, but I've also like. Um, I would buy the like the Thomas's bagels, the pre-sliced Thomas's bagels, and oh, so yeah. I'm definitely swapping these in for the Thomas's bagels. I gotta bring some of the fitness bread. I think I've told you. Uh, yeah, about you did. Mestamacher. Yes. Yes. There you go. I do. I remember. The long slithers. I remember. Yeah, they're like uh, they're different. They're like uh, they're thinner and more brittle than most bread, but like the ingredients are fucking it's kind of like Ez- it's kind yes. of like Ezekiel. Medici Mestamonic. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So that was uh, not. The dirty no, thing. not the no. dirtiest thing I ate. So yeah, so I think that uh, if you're uh, into training with weights and trying to eat healthy, that that is a bread of choice in terms of just ideal ingredients. But also, I like what the brand represents. And when that when you hit that sweet spot in between a brand that stands for something good and they make an awesome product, like I'm in. Nice. So that's like a brand that everybody should be supporting, in my opinion. And on the flip side, what was the dirtiest thing I food? ate? It's probably the dirtiest thing I ate too. Yeah, I was gonna say your your description of the uh, Chinese buffet. It's t- if you, oh if, you, my God. if you topped that in the last. No, week, no, then, uh... I did. I didn't top that. But it, what was the one really interesting thing that happened at the end, tail end of that meal? The peel and eat shrimp. No, you crushed the peel and eat shrimp. All right, talk about what you talk about what you <laughs> ate at That's the buffet. Well, no, no, no. Talk about what you what, ate what at the was, what, what Well, happened? all right. So, like, you know, um, I have like a strategy when I walk into a buffet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I go heavy on the protein first. Yeah. Okay, so like you know. It was like various slathered chickens and of course, yeah. steaks. Limping onto the plate, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you know, some uh, sushi in air quotes, right? <laughs> Stuff like that. Stuff that was largely uh, high protein. But what I did see was that the uh, chef in the back was making chef in air quotes <laughs> was, the dude no no but he was nice I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna hold on I'm not gonna slander that dude oh you mean Lenny and here's that why here's why I'm not gonna yeah. slander this dude okay so I had made a couple of rounds up and back you know and then like the second and third plate you start to get the dumplings on there you get an egg roll on there right Ooh. you start to get more of the carbs on there right gets a little progressively more dirty right Oof. so I had made it through there I made it through the three plates first two largely protein Third one had the dumpling action and all that going on. Crab Rangoon, if you will, right? So, But what I did see was that there was like some uh, like chopped up like New York strip, Mm -hmm. right? And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. I grabbed a couple pieces and it was like a little bit well done. So as I'm standing there uh, after doing my third plate, I see that the guy in the back, the chef, is uh, throwing steaks on like a a hot grill right in there. And I was like, yo, man, I was like... Can you can you make one of those rare? And he's like, yeah, no problem. I was like, all right, cool. So I go and I sit down and uh, he the dude gestures to me. I get up and I go over there and the dude right made two rare like New York strips, like like big pieces, almost like flank steak. Yeah. And chopped them up for me, dude. Had to be had to be easily a pound of steak, right? Mm-hmm. Like a pound of like rare steak, yeah, and just hands it to me on the plate, like two really big yeah. size New York strips. Yeah. Like this is a buffet, right, you know. Right. They don't usually do that kind of thing. Like, yeah. I thought he was gonna give me like, you know, nice. an ounce of steak. So the dude gives me like twenty so ounces now of steak, pr- right? And I had just eaten all, like, and I had just eaten shit. And I'm <laughs> sitting there thinking, where the fuck were you on plate five? I'm sitting there thinking, like, man, I would have eaten that first, no right? So I bring it back to the table. I'm like, you motherfuckers, better eat some of this with me because well, this cannot go to waste. To bring it to exactly. So I ate a good. Well, I probably ate a good 12 ounces of rare steak myself. Dermalone had some. 
Yes. Yeah. That was fucking good. It was pretty good. It was like, like a buffet. All Chinese things buffet. considered, yeah. Well, props and, to that fucking yeah, guy. Yeah, props to that fucking who's guy. Who's on his way up the food chain and will soon be opening his yes. own fucking yeah, place. That's right. It makes me think there's this guy who's like, next time you get cut off in traffic, he's like, this is a good way to get your empathy okay. going. Okay. Best way to get through the world. Like, next time you're getting cut off in traffic, yeah. think of that person driving that car. Who they have a sick kid in the car and they're trying to get to the hospital, Oof. or if like somebody's in line yeah. in the supermarket yeah, yeah. and like he's giving you a bad look, yeah. or whatever. Like think of like what happened to them, might have happened to them that day, sure. and try to put yourself in their shoes. Yeah, yeah. And that's the way to get through life without being jaded and yeah. fucking always pissed For off. Sure. And, For sure, it's like know. giving people the benefit of the doubt almost through using your imagination. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because. You really don't know. Yeah, of course. You never know the circumstances you know, somebody's dealing with. Even though I know that guy that cut me. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, uh, so I ate. So I ate that steak, and then I had two, uh, two. I back to back, vanilla soft serve ice cream cones, oh, and that was it. The vanilla, vanilla soft serve. Thank that, God we do this at the. That end was of the really podcast. good too. That was really good too. The steak. Forget about the first three plates. The first three plates fucked everything up. But the steak and then the two ice cream cones were awesome. Mm. So like, if I had known better. I would have totally strategized differently. But yeah. Dermalone has a funny... You can talk about what you ate, but you also have a funny story about, like, um, the... What I saw? Yeah, what you witnessed and sort of, like, the politics <sighs> of a buffet. So, I'm a noticer. If yeah, anybody, noticer. If anybody I'm knows that. I've noticed. I'm a fucking <laughs> noticer. So, meat in my plate. I go I go for the peel, the peel and eat shrimp. That's my thing, you know? Get a whole plate of that. You get a little cocktail sauce. That's you like are a my, longshoreman, yes. so it sort of fits. With. So I get that. I get a little salad so I don't feel so guilty. Yep. But as I'm eating it, I look over and I'm like, all right, what do they got? What's the one thing at a buffet that the people fucking go for always? Seafood. I'm going to sidebar real quick, right? Because there, in those instances, <laughs> right, a lot of these buffets, there's crabs. Ooh, oh, right? yeah, yeah. And there's, to me, with, cra- with crabs and a lot of seafood, it's, al- it's always an equation. Yeah. How much work is it going to take yeah, to extract here. from it? Buffet. To extract from it right. what I'm looking for, right? Yeah. So like I love crabs and stuff, but like is it are they the sort of crabs where I you know, it's everything's a fucking mess and I smell like fish for a week. Yeah. Right? Just to have like the tiniest yeah, amount of crab to, meat. To be right? starving when exactly, you're <laughs> Exactly. So like to me it's always like a risk reward scenario yeah. and often it's not worth it. So initially we went there and there was like these little kind of shitty crabs. It was crabs. like garlic, yeah. uh, sweet and sour. That looked like they were like gelatinous. chopped in gotcha. ways that just make it difficult to eat and just way more trouble not than it's it. worth. Right? It was Go like ahead. lazy. You couldn't even get yeah, to yeah. the meat. Exactly. So I take a couple bites I'm trying to work this thing. I'm like fuck this. Right. So then I look over. The shining plate comes out and they plop it and it's king crab legs. Mm. And I was like, holy shit. So before I could even get up, two big heavy set women, boom, right there. And the freaking first one takes every single king crab leg on her plate. And the lady behind her just gives her the stinkiest, shittiest bitch face ever. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Just a look. Even I felt horrible. I was like, oh my God, this poor fucking lady. I she can't took believe. took the whole tray? Took the whole tray. So she takes the whole tray. She waddles back to her seat. She's waddles. sitting. <laughs> she was waddling. She waddles back to her seat and she's just enjoying 
These crab legs She's with like, the smirk mm, on her face. Mm, yep. Mm, mm, this is so be, good. How can you be such a, how can you be cool so, with being a, such a fucking villain? But listen you know to this. What I'm this is where the wrench comes in. You're hated by everybody in the building. So this lady and you're supposed that to be was now. supposed to have Maybe some of those. Maybe she had a really rough day. That's right. So she took every it was like fucking 80 pounds of crab legs. <laughs> so this lady who was supposed to get him is just waiting there. You know. Just waiting with her fingers, yeah. you know. When the fuck is the next tray going to come out? And I'm just staring at her. I'm like, this poor lady. I wish there was something I could do. <laughs> yeah. So 15 minutes, she's still there. The golden tray of crab legs comes out, and she grabs all of them. The same, The woman who was waiting behind the other one. Yes. And then the woman sits right across from the lady that grabbed them in the first place. They were friends. Oh, my God. I was like, you motherfucker. You could have split the shit and then split the next one. So then I was like, wow, they were running this scheme the whole time. split the first one and let everybody else have some. Yeah. Yeah. Scumbags. So then they were sitting looking at each other with the smirks and laughter like, I got my butter. Most hated by everybody. But you know what? What you don't know about those women, they're sisters. Yep. And when they were little... Their parents used to say, you're never going to mount to shit, and you're never going to eat crab. And they worked their whole fucking life and busted their fucking ass, raising orphans. Oof. Dedicating their lives to others, because they wanted kids to grow up in a warmer home. And after they put in their 100-hour work week raising orphans, mm. you know what they say to each other? We're going out tonight. We're getting crabs. And me and you are getting a full tray of crab each. Yep. Ooh. And then what did they say and after they ate happened. them? My fingers hurt. <laughs> Probably. That's a lot of crab. Probably. That's how I'm going to think of those. That's right. They are, that's they a good way it. to look at it, Scott. See that? That's totally I like realistic, that. valid yeah, fucking thing. Scott's it. got this positive that's mindset. That's, a good, I like that's it. good juice. That's but good I juice. felt so bad for the lady that was second in line. I'm like, this poor woman. And then that lady, and then up. she joined She forces. was part of the pyramid scheme on the King Crab Legs. They do like, God bless my grandmother, may she rest in peace. They pull out the Ziploc bag at the Chinese yeah, buffet yeah. and be like, oh, we're just taking yeah, a couple yeah, of biscuits. Yep. yep. That's what we needed for some yeah. of that steak. Takes, my grandma takes some chicken wings. Yep, yep. Have a whole... Second meal. That's right. So the Doggy dir- bag. So the dirtiest thing was, had to be the buffet. Because had to be the buffet. <laughs> that night, it was gone. Yeah, I can't think of like of anything that was so epic. Um, did I talk about the uh, cheesecake Uh-oh. that Tara made? Yeah, uh, I think so. Well, I know I had talked about a brookie a while back, but did I talk no, about, yeah, talk about, about this big piece of art? That... Oh, right, that I didn't bring for you guys. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah but no, bring it up it. again. That's no, good. Rub it in, why don't we'll you? Get, get a streak going. <laughs> I had uh, Philadelphia cheesesteak egg rolls. Interesting. Wait. And it sounds and tastes exactly like it sounds. Wow. And it was banging. Wow. Damn, son, where'd you find this? At a bar at the Jersey Shore. Wow. Which part of the Jersey Shore? In the, uh, like, Belmar Spring Lake. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's weird being from a Jersey Shore town like we are yeah, outside yeah. of Atlantic City. They're so And diverse. like what people consider like the shore, the Jersey Shore to a lot of people yeah, yeah. is north of us. Right, sure. And since we live in like a community like that, there's like almost no reason to, well, you've moved north. So yes. you, you get to see like yeah, yeah. LBI and stuff like that. But, like the last place in the world we would have gone our whole entire lives right. is like of course. to another beach town yeah, an yeah. hour and 15 right. minutes north. But those places are where everybody from New York or wherever would go because it's right. so much closer. Yeah. And then, so, then other than for, to gamble in Atlantic City, there's no reason to go that far. Yep. I mean, so it's like one of the closer beach 
areas to me right. now. Right. That's at least in the Jersey side yeah. of things. And uh, so it was on my one year wedding anniversary. Oh, so we right. were down Yeah, there that's right. That's right. Of course. Checking some things out. Last year I was thinking cool. the red eye back from the Olympia to be at the. At the yes, at you were. Yeah. nuptials. It's amazing how a year flies, man. Man, does it ever. A fucking blink. What a year. Seize the fucking day. Amen. So before to that. you know it, you'll be like the old dudes walking past Derek Malone on the street with their cane. Looking at you like you don't know shit. You don't know shit, you boy. And you, you ain't and, and you ain't getting no crab you legs either. Now, <laughs> eat this whole fucking tray. <laughs> oh, glad we end with food because oh, man, it is about that time. Be hungry. Word you be hungry. Up. I think that's it. That's it for the cast. I like ravioli and all of its cousins across ethnicities. You know what's interesting? Still true. I we'll talk about this. This will be the the food teaser for the next cast. Okay. But we had a conversation about ravioli and all of its cousins across yeah. ethnicities. We've covered sandwiches. Sandwiches. And cousins, yes. uh, the next one we need to talk about. The next one we need to fetishize. Okay. Be the soup. Okay. Oh. It's awful, and I love it. Even the worst soup is okay. awful, and he loves it. Yeah, I can, soup. I can get down with that. I so agree we wanna, with myself. We want to come into the next cast with hopefully a not soup. come into it, but a a definitely soup a, cast? a good food topic for for a future cast will be soup. Well, if that doesn't make people. Set a fucking alert on their phone souped. for next week. Souped. It doesn't soup you up. <laughs> then nothing will. Fucking right. souped. We're out for the cast. Peace. 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 Squad!